the beginning of the parasha tells us how Sarah was Nefteresh, passed away, and Avraham Avinu made the purchase of the Ma'aras HaMachpelah in order to bury her. And the Torah tells us the whole negotiation, the whole thing, back and forth, how Avraham approached the Bnei Ches, and they brought Ephraim to the negotiating table, and Avraham and Ephraim parried the negotiating tactics back and forth until Avraham Avinu basically capitulated, and he gave everything to uh, Ephraim, everything he possibly could have wanted, and maybe even more. And he bought the Maras HaMachpelah, making sure it was witnessed by everybody and it was sealed as his property. Now, there's a lot of psukim dedicated to this transaction. And the Ramban already asks that why is this so important that the Torah would dedicate so much time to just detailing how this transaction took place. Now, according to many Rishayinim, this sale, this fact that Avraham Avinu had to buy the Maras HaMachpelah to bury sorrow was one of the ten Nisoyinus of Avraham Avinu. It's one of his ten tests. And although we may think that the Akedah was the most, you know, that was the prime and the hardest and the, la- the, the final Nisayan, the ultimate test for Avraham Avinu to, to, to sacrifice his own son, yet this design takes place afterwards. So clearly there was still room for growth. Um, now, what was the test? So the Mepharshim say that Avraham had been promised there to Israel by Hashem. And yet when it came time to bury Sarah, he had absolutely no land at all. And he was forced to purchased the Maras HaMachpelah at an exorbitant price in order to bury her. That was the Nisayin. Now, typically we understand, and the Mephoshim seems to say this, that the Nisayin was, would he complain? Or would he have, uh, you know, be, be, have questions on Hashem about this turn of events? Now, this is very similar then to the other tests, which were all tests of faith. But it's a little difficult to understand because it is after the Akedah. Now, if Avraham Avinu did not question Hashem about shechting his own son, which is going against a very clear promise of Hashem that this would be his son, Yitzchak Yikar al-Chazara, Yitzchak is going to survive, he's going to have children, he's, he's going to be the whole, the whole destiny of Klai Yisrael, and Avraham did that without question, even though it goes against every instinct a parent has, so it's hard to understand what then did this, what, what could this Nisayan possibly have added to that? So it's possible that it wasn't a test of faith as much as it was a test of values. Rashi says in the beginning of the parasha that Avram introduces the discussion with the Bnei Ches with the following statement, Ger I am a Ger and I am a Taishav. Ger means I am a foreigner and Taishav means I'm a native. Now that's, those are two contradictory statements, right? Am I a foreigner or a native? So Rashi first says, I started out as a foreigner and now I became a native. But then he brings another shot from the Medrash, which always puzzled me. The Medrash says that he was kind of seemingly making a veiled threat. He says, listen, I can act as a foreigner and I can try to buy this land, but if I want, I can just take it because Hashem promised me all of Eretz Yisrael, so it's rightfully mine. So if I want, I can just take it. So like he was kind of throwing down the gauntlet saying, listen, you can deal with me as you please, let's be nice, or if not, I'm going to have to just take it. And it always puzzled me because why would he start off with that threat? I mean, he was looking to deal with them and they were being very, very respectful. They called him the Sielikim Atabesecheinu. They showed every intention of trying to help him. So why would it be necessary to, uh, to make that threat? So it's possible that that's not the chat here. Avram wasn't trying to threaten them, but rather he was actually trying to explain what he was doing. And that was the essence of this Nisayin. Avram was entitled to Eretz Yisrael, and he had been promised Eretz Yisrael by Hashem. And he desperately needed a plot of land to bury Sarah Amenu, and but taking it 
like what was rightfully his, what he was entitled to, would have involved creating a great dispute and possibly even a minor war over the territory, which Avram was perfectly capable of doing, and he could have gotten what was rightfully his. He had the capability of doing that. But Avram instead chose to buy it and to pay through the nose for it, and he was allowing himself to be taken advantage of. Why? Because he was making a point that the money wasn't important to him. Doing a mitzvah was. The whole purchase of, of Maras HaMachpela demonstrated this loud and clear, that although Avraham Avinu had worked his whole life faithfully and honestly to amass a great amount of wealth, the money had no other meaning to him rather than just a means to gain access to Olam Haba. The Chazal say that the Maras HaMachpela was the opening to Gan Eden. It's the Pesach Gan Eden. And it could be that this is also a metaphor, meaning... Uh, the person, place where a person is buried is the doorway to Ganeiden, right? That's where the, your life ends and that's where you pass on to the next world. And Avraham Avinu was spending all the money that was necessary or possibly to be used in order to purchase this door to Ganeiden because that's what he was demonstrating. The whole world and everything that one can gain is just a prize der Lalamaba. It's just a means of getting access to the world to come. So there's no reason for me not to use all my money, and there's no reason for me to wage a war. He was saying, I have the ability to. Don't think I can. I could if I want. I could take this minadin. I'm entitled to it, but I, I, I choose not to. I choose just to give all the money for that, that purpose. And this is a fascinating thing, because this may seem like, okay, this may be like you know a simpler sign, but I think we'll agree that there are many people that will say that they would rather die than be taken as a fool, right? They'd rather be die than be taken advantage of and made a sucker. Um, and this was actually a very important nekuda in the Nisayin, besides just that, but there's more than that. Uh, a large part of every Nisayin is that we feel we're being taken advantage of, we feel it's unfair, there's something that we're entitled to, that we should be getting, and it's being taken away from us, and it's unjust. And then we'll be willing to fight tooth and nail against the injustice with everything that we have, every bone in our body, we're going to fight against it, and we convince ourselves that it's because it's unjust, and it's unfair, and it's not right, and we have to do what's right. And Avram Avinu is telling us, no, 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 that's not what it's about. It's about the money. You just don't want to give up that money. And Avraham Avinu was demonstrating that, no, I have no problem with giving up the money. Yeah, it's unjust and unfair, but it's, all, it's money? No problem. Take all the money. That was the, that was the nakuda of this Nisayin. And it's, it's a larger point in Nisayinus as well. That's when someone's trying to take advantage of us. But a lot of times, HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts us in a position, and he tests us in that way, where the problem we have is that it's unfair. And that's the complaint we have against Hashem. That this is not, you know, we're entitled to better than this, this is not fair, it's unjust, and it's not right. And we, perhaps, like Avraham Avinu, even have a way that we can fight against it, like Avraham Avinu had the option. And the way Avraham Avinu got through this in the sign was demonstrating that if your values are right, then those things don't make a difference. What's fair and unfair isn't measured by what you're entitled to, what you could have, what we could have, what's just, what's unjust. It's measured by, will this get me to El Maba, or will it not get me to El Maba? If it gets me to El Maba, then, then it's all worth it. Then it's all, it's all meaningless. And that may be the point of this Nisayan, which was different than previous Nisayan. Avraham Avinu had the ability, he had the opportunity, and he had all the means to take which was rightfully his. And that was the test. And he chose to not do so specifically to demonstrate that message, that Pesach and Eden makes all money in the world meaningless, so there's no point to fight for it. Have a uh, good night and a wonderful Shabbos.